this podcast was recorded outside, so if y'all hear a little bit of background noise and train, planes, and automobiles, it's because we thought it was very important to have a discussion and we had the camera with us, so we made it happen. All right, enjoy. Welcome to the Accountable Love Podcast, where love means being accountable. My name's Aziz, and today we're going to talk about relationships are hard because we don't want relationships. You think of a relationship, do you think of hardship, trauma, pain, betrayal, secrets? Or do you think of building a supportive, loving, accountable environment? We tend to think of relationships and we tend to think that we're adding somebody and we're adding a responsibility that we really don't want. But actually, when we think of relationships, we need to start thinking of the fact that they are there to support us. They are there to enhance our life. Yes, it's gonna take merging two or more people to the same life and actually connecting yourself to a commitment. But are you ready? Are you ready for a relationship? To have an accountable, healthy, and supportive relationship, we don't need a formal education. We don't need a high IQ. All we need is truly four components to make a healthy, accountable, and supportive relationship work. We need to have the desire to care about another person. We have to have sensibility. We have to have empathy. And we also have to have purpose. But you gotta ask yourself, do you want a relationship or do you want a companion? Now, think about it. We spend most of our time trying to escape more than we do connect. Think about it. We have drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, self-help now. All things that are designed so we can not connect, so we can be further away from each other. So I go back to my prior question. Do we want a relationship or do we want a companion? Because again, remember, relationships are hard. A companion is someone we call on whenever we feel lonely. Someone that fits our needs, someone that fits our desires, someone that is always there for our wants. It's more of a me thing. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be alone in that moment. I don't want a full-on commitment or a full-blown commitment. I don't want to honor anything. I don't want a friend. I don't want to call you a friend. I don't want to call you a spouse. All I want is you to be there when I want you and to fulfill a desire or a need in me. Now, a relationship is a whole different thing. It's actually a give and take. It's actually you saying that you want to merge with somebody else. You want to start caring about somebody else. You want to start supporting somebody else and encouraging somebody else and challenging somebody else. You're not just thinking of yourself on a regular basis, but you're thinking about how you and this person or these people form a better unit, a greater unit, how you enhance each other's lives. That's what wanting to be in a relationship is. But we keep saying relationships are hard. And why do we say relationships are hard? Because we spend more time escaping. We spend more time running from relationships. We don't really look at the relationships and say, how can we make it easier? 
Because if we really truly want to make a relationship easier, we'll listen to one another. We'll have hard discussions. We'll talk frequently. We'll share our thoughts and our ideas. We won't keep secrets. We won't rely on just ourselves to get through life. But we know we're building something with somebody else. We're building and not repairing. A lot of people are spending more time repairing their life from their childhood traumas, from their, you know, their past history, their negative past history, their indiscretions or their guilt. They spend a lot of time repairing. So do you truly want relationships? Because they're not hard. They're supposed to make life easier. And yes, we have difference of opinions. We have disagreements. We have things of that nature that we don't share, we don't have in common. But the key is working to find agreements, having plans in place and concepts in place and rules in place that allow us to get past and get through those things that govern us, that govern our relationships. Relationships are supposed to be easier, but we make them hard because we want to escape. We want to be different. We want to be a mystery. We want life to be spontaneous. We don't want commitments. We want people that are at our beck and call. The question is always, do we want relationships? Because relationships aren't hard, they make life easier. You truly want a relationship because you're thinking of building. You're thinking of how could I build with this person for the rest of my life? How could I make this person's life easier? And you have somebody on the other end saying, how could I make this other person's life easier? And when I say easier, I'm not saying easy to obtain. I'm saying easy meaning that you know that they have support. They believe in you. You have support. They have support. And y'all working together as one unit to support one another. So when you know you have someone that's going to be there for you one way or another, regardless of what's going on, you know that you have the support necessary to get through anything, any trial, any tribulation, any trauma, any pitfall that may occur. Because you know you have somebody that's there to support you. So I ask again, are relationships hard? And do we even want relationships? Now, when we think of relationships, the first thing I think of is caring about another person. We go through our day to day and we don't really care what's going on with the person next to us, the stranger next to us. We don't care about who they are. We don't care about getting to know them. All we care about is a quick greeting, small talk, you know, seeing how they're doing, really trying to build our framework for humanity trying to get through and build a morale around our humanity, our ability to interact with a stranger or ask a person a, a question that seemingly is to understand them, but really is to benefit us and to make us feel better about us. When we talk about caring about another person, it's sitting down with a person and getting to know them, asking them questions that will benefit them, asking the question that will benefit you. Building a connection, building a bond, building a agreement to be in each other's lives, to enhance each other's lives, to get to know each other daily, to study each other, to be around for each other. It's really getting a clear understanding about a person 
It's having them ingrained in your heartbeat. So when you leave the house or you travel or you're at work or anything you do, you know you have them in mind. You know they're a part of who you are. And you know anything that you do to harm them will harm you. So therefore, you protect your relationship with everything you have. That's caring about a person. That's caring about who they are, what they're about. That's caring. The first thing you have to always do is care. You have to care about a person before you can even start a relationship or want in a relationship. You can't care about you and that's it and it stops there. You have to truly sit down and get to know the person and care about the person sitting or standing on the other side of you. Interaction, have a discussion, have tough conversations, have, you know, talk about your likes, your dislikes, talk about, talk about your, your goals, the things you want out of life. Truly care about the person that you are building a relationship with, that you are bonding with. Don't just do the political thing and act like you care. Don't do the political thing and just get by. You're wasting life. It's all about rolling your sleeves and digging in. You want to go deep as early as you can so you can get the soul of a person. So you really truly understand what you're getting into. So first thing you have to do in any relationship or to show that you want a relationship is actually care. Call, show up, make sure that you are available. And make sure you prioritize that relationship. The next, the next component of wanting a relationship is sensibility. Now, when I'm talking about sensibility, I'm obviously talking about being sensible, right? We all want somebody who is very sensible, somebody we can relate to, somebody we can talk to, somebody we can get through a whole discussion with and come out on the other side with, a, with an agreement, with an understanding with more education, more information. You want somebody who is sensible. I always hear people say that we should go into relationships with no expectation. That's bitterness talking. That's failure talking. That's despair talking. That's people who are still trying to manage their relationships or people who are still not trying to show up as their best. If that's the case, we don't go into any relationship with expectations then we can be in a relationship with anybody. We can have relationships with everybody. We have expectations because we want to pick the right people that we want to have life with, we want to live life with. So yeah, we go into relationships with expectations. But the key to sensibility is, once you get to know who the person is and you care about the person, you are sensible, you understand who the person is. So you make decisions based on who you're in relationships with. You make decisions based on who that person is as a person, not just what you make up, not what you decide you want to do or how you want to see them, but you really see them for who they are. You're very sensible. You have a clear understanding of all I want to do is connect with this person. All I want to do is exist with this person. All I want to do is have a clear understanding of what our relationship stands for. That's going to take having guidelines or agreements in place where we have to honor to make sure the relationship is maintained. You can't go into a relationship thinking this person is your enemy. You can't go or be in a relationship where you think this person isn't your ally. So what's the overall goal when you have disagreements? What's the overall goal when 
you feel like you can't get your point across to a person. The first thing you have to know is be sensible. Know who the person is. Know how to get to them. Know how to get your point across to them. Because when you know who they are and you truly believe they're your friend or they're your spouse, they honor their title, then you know that they're your ally. So therefore, what's the goal? To come to agreement. Not to get your way or get their way, but to be sensible and get emerge and have a, a discussion based on how we can move and both benefit from this movement and benefit from this decision. That's being sensible. It's not looking out and pitching tantrums and trying to just emotionally blackmail people into doing what you want them to do whenever you want them to do it. It's coming to the table with the idea, sitting down listening to their idea or how they take in your idea. And then they in turn, they might have an idea based on your idea. And it's having that dialogue until we first, we both say, okay, we have formulated something that we can move forward with, we can agree on. Be sensible. Stop making or wanting people that have never been something to be something. When you go in a relationship, you're not there to change a person, even though we're forever changing. You're there to hold on to who the person is. Make sure you have a clear understanding of who the person is. Know the person. Get to know the person. Be sensitive. Don't cause havoc. Relationships are on hard. We just might not want relationships because they should be easier. And being sensible allows a relationship to be easier because both people want the best outcome. Both people are focused more on best practice, the individual game. So that's what we're talking about, being sensible. Next thing or next component of being in a relationship or wanting a relationship is being able to have empathy. Now, we hear this word used and overused and have it it's used synonymously with sympathy having pity for a person, seeing a person as less and actually trying to lift them off the ground. Empathy deals with an equal. It's actually putting yourself in the other person's shoes and seeing the world from their eyes or their point of view or their perspective. It's saying, how could I not only walk in your shoes, but see if they actually fit? That's what you do when you're actually sitting there looking at it from another person's perspective. You're seeing their trauma. You're seeing their stories. You're putting yourself in their upbringing and in their environment. You're actually going to do things with them that you typically probably wouldn't do, but you want to do because you actually want to see it, the world from their eyes. You want to be in their world. And you have to have empathy to do it. You have to want to be, at, you have to want to see the world from another person's perspective. You have to want to see the world from that person's eyes. That means doing things that that person enjoys doing. That means having discussions about what that person enjoys having discussions about. It's about sharing interests. Having empathy is also about putting yourself in that person's shoes when they're speaking to you about something that may have not went right in there or something that hurt them or hurt their feelings. It's not thinking about your tolerance and it's not thinking about how much you want to deal with things, but it's putting yourself in the other person's shoes and then having a discussion. Now, empathy doesn't mean staying in their shoes. 
Empathy is just taking the time to understand it from their perspective, putting yourself in their shoes, and then going back to who you are and going back to what you stand for and seeing how it measures up and seeing how you take that information in. It's a whole dialogue that you have that allows you to open up enough to know a person's point of view, understand a person's perspective, and get a clear understanding of what they stand for. That's what it's about. Why are we in relationships if we're not willing to practice empathy? We're not willing to see it from that other person's point of view. Because once you care about them, then once you decide to be very sensitive, now empathy comes very easy because you truly care about this person. So they're a part of you. They're a part of your heartbeat. They're a part of the fabric of your life. So understanding what makes them tick, understanding what makes them work, understanding what they've been through, where they want to go, the things they want to accomplish. That's a clear understanding of having empathy. You want to always understand where this person wants to go, how this person wants to look at life, and you want to see the world through their eyes. So relationships aren't hard. We make them hard because we're not empathetic enough. We want our needs, our wants, our desires met at all times without meeting other people's needs, wants, and desires. It shouldn't be a job. It should be a commitment, a dedication, a purpose. Which brings us to our last component, a relationship. No relationship, I don't care if you have all three of the other components, caring, sensibility, empathy. You can't have a relationship without purpose. You want to always sit down and understand what purpose you serve in this person's life, what role you're going to play in their life. You want to know their future plans. You want to know where you fit and they fit in your world and how you're going to benefit from each other or being in each other's existence. Without purpose, you have nothing. Without purpose, you have no way of having a relationship because you're going to be moving in separate directions and you're just taking up each other's time. You're just filling the space. You're a space holder. You're a placeholder, excuse me. So therefore, why are you not in your relationships with purpose? The first thing, which is the last thing I'm talking about, you need to understand your purpose. You're not going to be, or you're not going to feel comfortable in a relationship. You're not going to feel secure in a relationship. You don't understand your purpose. But once you understand your purpose that you serve in each person's life you're in, you're going to feel very self-aware. You're going to have high self-esteem. You're going to be very confident that you belong with this person. You belong in this person's life. You have a clear understanding of where you serve this person, what, how you love this person, what purpose you serve in their life. They also need to understand what purpose they serve in their life. A lot of our insecurities and a lot of things we battle with within relationships is dealing with lacking purpose dealing with not understanding the place we serve or what we serve or how we benefit this person's life and how they benefit our life. When you lack vulnerability, the capacity to say we are merging, we are clearly a part of each other's existence. So we need to be vulnerable. We need to open up. We need to be clear. We need to be honest. We need to be truthful. We need to be trusting. We need to be vulnerable. That's a purpose. 
That's how we define our purpose and our role we play in each other's lives. Because without purpose, we're going to have all the insecurities and the arguments and the fights and the nasty breakups and the withholding of information. And we're not going to feel secure. We're not going to believe that this person is our equal. And then it goes back to sympathy. We're with them longer because we have pity for them. We're scared we're going to hurt them or break their heart. But when you have purpose, you're not fearful because you see where that person plays a role in your life and you understand where you play a role in their life. It's all about having purpose. So I ask again, do we want to be in relationships? Are relationships hard or do we not just want to be in relationships? Because anybody that wants to be in a relationship, they see it as making their life easier. They're seeing it as adding value to their life. They see, it, they see it as feeling more comfortable in that relationship. They see life as being better because of that person or those people. They don't look at it as necessarily work, even though at some times you do have to work at it. They see it as purpose, passion, something that's going to benefit their life, best practice. So they always see life without other people as harder. And they built life with other people because it's easier, because it's better, because it allows us to flourish. It allows us to have support. It allows us to have the accountability. It allows us to have healthy relationships. So just think about it. When you think relationships are hard, ask yourself, do you even want to be in relationships? Because you're escaping before you're connecting. This is another Accountable Love Podcast. My name's Aziz. Listen, learn, and apply. Enjoy. Relationships. Relationships should be synonymous with support, love, caring, purpose. You should be in your relationships because you believe that this is the best way to live. And these are the best people to live life with. Don't survive your relationships. Make sure you live in your relationships. All right, enjoy.